Good morning, listeners. Good morning, John. Good morning, Melissa. How are you? Good morning, Jess. How Terrific. How, How are you doing? F are you? I'm good. Thank you. Did you clean that up? Anybody come on a podcast and go, you know, I'm, I feel like shit. Yeah. Jessica does that. Totally. What are you talking I've about? Yes. Okay. That's her MO. It's not my MO. How dare you, madam? I mean, whatever. Uh, I mean, a little bristly first thing on a Monday, I see. (laughs) Is this really the best time to record like 10 o'clock? We record 10 o'clock Monday mornings. It's probably the worst time to record. It's like we're We're kind of bristly. We've got shit to do. No, it's probably the worst time possible to record, but that's kind of why it's good because we're at Mobby at our most curmudgeon y, perhaps. Okay. Yeah, that's one of my best qualities. That's true. Curmudgeon y. Curmudgeon y. Yeah. I would feel that I feel that I'm the same way. Yeah. So, Jess, how was your weekend? I know you traveled this weekend. I went to Richmond for a baby naming. Um, The baby naming was beautiful. Everyone cried. So that's when you know it's good. Um, Let's see. Where they have it. They had it in Richmond, Virginia at the synagogue. And then um, we went back to her mother's house for a party, which was lovely. Um, Let's see. What do you have at a baby naming party? Like what's well, the Well, like brunch food, I guess. But there okay. was this was like the the parents were a little younger, so it was probably more like um, you know, like alcohol and chips and salsa and like pinwheels. But also she did a lot of like kids she it was a little Pinteresty, so it was like um what's the word? Annoying? You know, like no, no. Was, there was like a pinata, and there was like um, you know, big, huge balloons with streamers and um, party hats with little crowns and like glitter, and it was cool. It was cute. Okay, was, I'm sure. It was like I'm sure the baby appreciated. Party, yeah, yeah, I'm was, sure the baby appreciated all of it. Yeah, no, but it was cute anyway. And, and Isaac was in terror because there were no toys for him to play with, so he basically just ran around until I wanted to beat him. And then we took him home. Um, but then he was delightful the whole rest of the weekend. Like we went to the cousin's house Saturday night and it was fine. And then Sunday, yesterday we went to the park and it was beautiful out. I got a sunburn on my face. Um, but then we left at like around two and took us three hours to go 60 miles because my son, every time we would get on an exit, he would go, mommy, I have to go potty. I was like, you do? You just went potty. I have to go potty right now. I have to go. So we would get off at another exit. Then he would go poop. And then he would get back on the exit. And he would go, I have to go potty again. And we're like, what? No, you don't. And he was like, I do. My tummy hurts. I do. And we would get off and he would go again. And finally, we just stopped driving. We would get, like, we stopped at like a KFC, took him into Ooh, the pot. That'll make you go. It was the first place that had a toilet. So we would um, take him in. He would finish. Are you done? Yes, I'm done. Take him out. Put him back in the car seat. I have to go potty. And he pooped like five times in a row. He wasn't was he sick. No. I mean, maybe he was a little constipated because they were like little. marbles kind of. But like, it was so, we were just like, oh my God. It was a seven hour trip for 180 miles. Have your kids ever, when they were little, embarrassed you at like a family function? Every point- family function. Really? Go ahead. Yeah. I think I have one that tops it. So when my son was like three years old, we had to go to a christening. The I guess that's the uh, Christian version of a baby naming. Yeah. 
So we go to this yeah. thing. It's beautiful. It's for my uh, niece, my wife's sister's daughter. So we walk into, we go to the christening. It's with the church. We go to a place. They have a, a, a hall rented out. There's like 125 people. You walk in, and the first thing you see is this beautiful sheet cake. It's about the size of a, a, almost like the size of an American flag. It's huge. Okay. And with it, there is like a picture of the baby and it's just oh, done no. with art, like airbrushed. And it's amazing. Everybody. Oh, did you see the cake? Have you seen the cake? Oh my God. What a cake. I've never oh, no. seen a cake like this. Now I want oh, no. cake. Right. No, but so we're sitting must there. Know where this is going. Yeah. Of course. My son all of a sudden gets up and darts from the table and runs over to the cake. And when he goes over there, everybody goes, no, 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 no. And with that, he grabs the cake and runs with it. And it comes off what? of the table and flips over upside down on the ice. What? Ruined no. the cake. The cake, the floor, there was a big grease spot on the floor because I guess it was and butter did you cream yell, icing. Did you yell, Whose kid is that, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to oh so bad. Oh, my God. Who the fuck brought that kid? Oh, my God. Oh, Were you horrified? Oh, my God. And, and everybody's, because I'm, I was, I was like two seconds behind him. Matter of fact, I almost caught the cake. That's how close I was. But then when the cake hit the floor, I, I froze in like, I just was stunned. I couldn't move. And he's still, he's still heading for the door. And I was like, I turned, looked at everybody and I just darted off after him. And like, my wife was like five steps behind me. And then she, I guess she turned around and started apologizing to everybody. And I went oh over God. and grabbed him. I never just, stopped. I grabbed you him walk in. and I had right. my keys in my pocket. I grabbed him. I put him in the car and I drove home. Because I was oh afraid that the whole family would have killed him. Oh you didn't my God. even bother to be like, I make, never make went say back. Sorry, I left my nothing. phone on the table and I, I drove him home. I said, that's it. So and, that, and that was the last public function that he went to. And it's still talking really? about. That was the ever. last public function he's ever been to? Ever. At something he's like not that. Been to anything since? Well, see, we're divorced now. So what happens is oh, gotcha. my ex will call gotcha. me and say, hey, we're going to a. Family function. Do you mind if John stays with you? I'm like, nah, save bring me him some over. cake. So Aww. yeah, I mean, I mean, it's still talked about today, Man. which is like 13 years later. Make you feel better, Jess? <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, he didn't A little bit. Me. I mean, he was not cool at the party, but that's not the most I've ever been embarrassed because nobody tops Nate. It was terrible. Okay. Yeah. See, John and Nate um, have the same issues. They're similar, yeah. Yeah, similar um, in issues, so yeah. But actually, it was the, actually, here's one thing that Nate used to do. It was like, see, he's, he ha he's on the spectrum, but he's not fully autistic. So like, um, he's just, his sense of humor is not always gotten by others. So like, the first time we ever went to Scott's aunt and uncle's house, and they're very wealthy, the uncle that owns, that owned Happy Harry's, um, his father was Harry. And then he took it over for Harry when Harry died. And then he sold to Walgreens. Anyway, it was still Happy Harry's the first time I met him. This was like 15 years ago. We went there for like probably Passover or something. Um, and in the living room, they have these huge columns. Like it's like Coliseum kind of, you know, like it's like big Roman columns. And, and Nate was about four. And we're all sitting at dinner and he got up to go potty or something. And he comes back and, and does one of the, he does a fake smack poosh right into the column. It wasn't real. 
but he it made a loud noise. I guess someone had taught him how to fake smash his face into stuff. His and father. so I'm sure, someone. right? Because he was a pro wrestler. So so he goes, Oh, like that. <laughs> and uh and everyone and I mean everyone at the table was like, Oh my god, are you okay? And he started laughing hysterically, and I was humiliated. I mean, like, and I mean it was funny, That's but it was nothing. Like, See, no, I know, but I mean, this is the first time meeting these people, though. For me, I, we weren't married. I wasn't married to Scott, and here oh, everyone's okay, like, yeah. I wasn't married to Scott. Everyone is like, oh my god, you're gonna be with a girl that has two kids. Holy shit! Like we were all supposed to be on our best behavior because it's the first time meeting the family, and here right. my four year old is smashing into their columns and thinking it's hilarious to get everyone upset. See, I think the best thing to do for anybody that's going to try to attempt this, if you're thinking about you have little children and you're going to meet their your potential mates. A family for the first time. I recommend Benadryl, like Benadryl them up. <laughs> you know, get them a That's little a dopey idea. loopy. You know, get them out of their element so they're not all charged up and just like, oh, he's so well behaved. And meanwhile, yeah. he's just you know barely conscious. I think that's a way to go. Yeah. There was a, there was only they there, do that with animals and pet stores. Two, two other small ones were like we went to like a we were new members of the synagogue. And we were there had a new this, um, Hebrew school teacher had a new member party. And so it was only like four families were invited for like dessert and coffee. And she had like fruit and cake and all this other stuff out. And um, I was our family, of course, the family of homeless people. And then like not real. I'm just saying like we were like, whatever. We get it. Um, And then this family where they're both educators. One of them is Israeli. The other one is like a foreign language teacher. Their children are in. Their two daughters are in perfectly coiled hair and white lace dresses, and they speak French and Hebrew and English. So the father is like, how do you say da 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 in French? And she would go, parlez-vous français? And then I look over and my kid is shoving shit up his nose. Yeah, my kid is eating strawberries out of the bowl with his fingers and going, Emily, stop farting. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so, you know, like, it, like, it was normal kid stuff. But here you had, like, two Pollyannas, like, showing off their French skills and white dresses. And my kids are, like, having a food fight back there and snorting up cocaine. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, my God. can almost hear banjo music in the background. Exactly. And then the only other thing that they did was, like, they were about, they were both, like, I think three and four. Um, Scott and I took them to a Chinese restaurant. And um, the guy comes over, takes our order, and as he walks away, Nathan goes, how do they see? Like, because his eyes are slanted, and then Emily goes, he is not from Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> she, even at that age, she had this intense opinion about Delaware. She is not. No, no. He just, she just meant he wasn't from where we were from. But, like, isn't that funny? He is not from Delaware. And Scott and I are like, shh, shh. Gonna kill you, shot. They're gonna spit in our food. Oh my god, that was really embarrassing. We just hope that they didn't. Any care, brilliant, oh embarrassing moments? No, her with the children. I doubt it. My kids are perfect. Okay, I figured that. They've never embarrassed you. They embarrass me all the fucking time. What are you talking about? But in public with the family. What time have they embarrassed you the most? Somebody. It's but it's always. Oh, it's always um, one on one. It's always with there's somebody standing in front of us on the checkout line who has an enormous afro oh or a God. massive goiter. They just point and comment, or they just they're just. It's never been in a huge crowded room. It's never been 
That's not true. Uh, it has been. They, you know what? <laughs> just kid stuff, though. Just kid stuff. Just just saying, dear God, what is that thing on other people? Like, it's 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 painful. Um, but this weekend, they kind of made me proud. And that doesn't happen every day. That's a, what happened? That's a, I took our family to New York this weekend. And while we were there, I mean, it was a trip we had planned because we had a we had plans to go to a bar mitzvah and then our everything fell apart. So we had to cancel that. And then out of nowhere, we got a pet sitter. So we're like, let's get the fuck out of Dodge. You don't I don't get away from these three clowns very often, meaning the dogs. And we went to New York and we saw a couple of shows. One of them that we saw was SpongeBob SquarePants. Is a Broadway show? Is a Broadway show. And the music the music is like by Aerosmith and they Get might be the Giants and here. Cindy Lauper. It was the worst show I've ever seen in my okay. entire life. I wanted my money back. Are you serious? It was the worst show you ever saw? It was a nightmare. It was horrible. I I wanted my money back. And the only people who were laughing were people that we could clearly see new people in the show. Um, and it was, I mean, maybe for babies, but I, I got it at TKTS. I thought it was something. Cause, so at nighttime, we had tickets to see a straight play with um, three powerhouse actresses. And it was going to be pretty intense. So I thought, I'm taking a 13 and 14-year-old to an intense play tonight. Let me give them something fun and frivolous during the day. And maybe, you know, it will counterbalance the intensity of tonight. It was The show horrible. was called a intense play? No, it's called Three Tall Women <laughs> with these three amazing actresses, one of whom we actually got to meet. So it was very exciting. So, so nighttime came and we're going to see Three Tall Women and it's got... Um, was it Laurie Metcalf? Yeah. Um, it was, it was Glenda Jackson, Laurie Metcalf and Allison Pill. None of them are tall. See, that is what's crazy because when they were on stage, I, they were, they all play one woman. They all play at different points of her life. The show was phenomenal. We were sitting like fifth row center because we know our friend, um, she knows Laurie Metcalf. She's worked with her on other shows and she has, um, She's gotten to know her really well. So she said, I'm coming to see your show. I'm bringing a couple of friends and, and we have these. And she told us they comped her tickets, right? So we're like, super, we're going to go to this great show in previews with these awesome comp tickets. She bought the tickets. They weren't comped. She just wanted what? us to come and wanted to be a part of this. So she bought all of these tickets and I was blown away. Needless to say, since then, I've gotten on Baked, Melissa, Baked by Melissa and sent her this huge bouquet of of little tiny cupcakes to her house at home because she's flying home today. So we walk in at night to this show, and this is how my kids make me proud. Ethan sat through a strong female-only show and, and got something out of it. Didn't fall asleep, didn't move once, watched and absorbed, which was amazing. But when we walked in, we saw Andrew Reynolds. Do you know him, Andrew Reynolds? No. No. You, he was in Book of Mormon. He was in The Intern. Jessica, he's in Vampirini. He's one of the singers. He's a voice in, in your oh, son's favorite yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he the ghost? So, I don't know what he plays. All right, okay. um, but he's, so he's, he's beautiful. He's this actor that 
He's coming out in Boys in the Band. He's on Broadway all the time. He's just fabulous. And Mallory elbows me in the ribs and says, mom, mom, trench coat on the right. Mom, mom. And I turn around and there's, I mean, he's made up when he's not going out. So he's there to see this show uh, just like we are. And he's with a friend and she's like shaking. She's so excited to see someone in person that she's admired and watches like these YouTube things from the Book of Mormon all the time. She just thinks he's the best. So we go and we sit. She's like, yay. So I took an inadvertent picture of him and I, I actually put it on Facebook, which I hate myself for doing, but I'm over it already. <laughs> um, so we go and we sit down and we can't believe the seats. We can't believe our luck. We can't believe, personally, I can't believe I'm about to meet Lori Metcalf after this show because of Keep our, friend, it in. our friend Lisa, who who worked with her. Didn't so, invite Jess. Right. <laughs> right. My, I know her so, so Mallory says, "Hello, salt meat wound. Go ahead. I, here's here's some lemon to go in there." Um, Mallory says, "Can I? What do I do? What do I do?" I'm like, "What do you mean? What do you do? You sit there and you be happy that you saw." She goes, "No, I said, do you want his autograph?" No. I know. You walk yeah. up and you say, "I really a big fan of yours. Can I get a quick picture and I have mom at the ready with the camera?" Well, that's the other thing. I don't know that everybody's prepared for a selfie, and I I think that's stepping he a little too far. Ball. He did. He looked really pretty. Okay. Um, so so she went over. I gave her a pen. She went over it and she said, I'm a really huge fan of yours. Could I trouble you for an autograph? I might have fed her those words, but still, she's 13 and, and 13 is not an easy age to talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. But she did because she was so excited. She walked over. So we sit for the show. The show is amazing. I mean, it's powerful. It's, you know, it's you at three different. If you at 26 could talk to you at 52 and 90, like it's a, I would love to talk to those women. I'll tell I would you probably right never stop slapping myself. Yeah. My favorite, right? My <laughs> Exactly. My favorite line really from the show was that at 52, you are there at the top of the mountain and you have a 360 degree view, right? Of your life. You have a full view of, and I thought, well, you really can't see. What a great way to look at being 50. Not that I can't believe what I've missed and didn't do, or I'm not sure of what's ahead, but, but there's- So I it's a fantasy. Um, it's a reflection. It, it was just so beautifully done. And these three women were fantastic. I don't know how at were. 82, Glenda Jackson memorized that- amount of dialogue. It's just wildly intense. So show's over. I kind of kiss my kids goodbye. They go with daddy to probably get cookies and then back to the hotel. And I go with our friend Lisa backstage, backstage, underage, adolescent. I go with her backstage to meet Lori Metcalf. And I look at the face. I mean, I'm giddy. I'm so excited. I I'm wish giddy. I could. I, hold on a second. I have to take screenshot of the faces. because no. Oh, She's beaming. And Jess looks like Grumpy Cat from the meme, (laughs) the Grumpy Cat meme. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So Uh, I was thinking about something else. Okay. Sure um, you were. (laughs) So we walk up these flights of stairs and we pass the Glenda Jackson star on her door and Allison Bell and we get up to the top and I mean, they, I mean, they really ushered us right back. Oh, are you Lisa? Are you Lisa? Are you? I'm like, goddamn girl, look at you moving right back through the. You knew she's a Betty big deal though. I did, and I do, and I, but 
when it oozes onto me, it's like, oh, I know. So that's unbelievable. You're very VIP. You're very VIP. And I'm so not. (laughs) So to to be so not and still be VIP is amazing. So we walked up and. Did you play it cool? I can't imagine that I did. Um, I feel like I stroked (laughs) out. But I I said, they talked for a little bit. I'm like, you were phenomenal. The show is fantastic. Here's what I like. I love blah, blah, blah. And she was listening to me. Uh, it was pretty great. It was, it was what pretty great. What did you great. say? So, so wait, it gets better. So no we're way. talking about the show. And then all of a sudden they start talking about a show they've done before. And up the stairs behind me walks Andrew Rinalds, that, that actor. that Holy oh, balls. Face. That actor that Mallory wanted to just fall all over herself in front of him. But when um, Lisa told Lori, you know, Melissa's daughter was here tonight and she loved it and thought it was great and thought whatever. She looked behind me and said, well, where is she? Because she's got a 12-year-old daughter, I guess. And she said, was the content okay for a 13-year-old? I said, I brought a 13-year-old and a 14-year-old boy and they loved it. They were they were really starstruck and profoundly affected by- God, I'm still not over so, it. So I'm like, right. So I'm talking to her about it and in walks this Andrew kid who, and I said, oh, by the way, it was my daughter who came up to you tonight. So thank you for being so gracious and so kind. And he's like, oh, no, she was terrific and so polite. And I'm like, <gasps> so she made me so proud. Like, I don't think at 13, you mentioned the dinosaur Shabbat and you said yes. that your son does not like costumes, right? Hey, I growing, I growing up, Total distrust of, couldn't, freaked out by costume. Still kind of freaks me out. I remember walking around Times Square. There's seven Elmos, seven Cookie Monsters. There's Deadpool. I'm like, Ethan, don't get excited. It's not really Deadpool. Um, all these people, I'm like, get, the, get away from me, you creepy, creepy furry. So for even a, a, a famous human, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like on that level of something that is just so big and out of concept of, for Mallory to march up and say, I'm a huge fan. I really love the work you've done. Could you autograph this for me? I was wildly proud. And then I was really upset that I didn't bring her backstage with me because Lori Metcalf asked about her and I, and then he walked in and then I just, I went back to the room at like one o'clock in the morning and I wanted to just shake her and wake her up and say, you're going to like that. They were all asking about you, but I didn't. I took my half of Ambien because I slept in a double bed with my child And then I looked over (laughs) at the other double bed, which had my husband and my son, who are almost the same size now, in a tiny little bed. And I thought maybe I should have slipped them a little something to sleep better. But uh, yeah, I didn't say anything. But it was an unbelievable. I mean, she does. She lives like this. And we just like had a tiny little touch of like adjacent to excitement. It was amazing. It was such a great weekend. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Proud. So I was proud. Cool. That's quite the story. funny in person at all? Funny. Well, it wasn't like a... No, she was She was uh, very real. She wasn't sticky. It... She was very sincere and, and finding out about people that had worked together with them and asking about the show and how it came up and the set and the... It was very... It seemed no, it very one-sided a... to me. I'm trying to find fault in her somewhere, but it's hard. There, there really isn't. And then I finished Juno. And then I finished, sorry, not Juno. Then I finished watching Juno. Lady Bird. I don't know where that came oh, from. Lady I'll, Bird. Mm-hmm. I finished watching Lady Bird and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> ugly cry. I was like, oh my God, I love this movie. 
You know, it's yeah, funny. So- I I started watching Young Sheldon from the beginning because I never yes, got a chance that to. Show. Yes, and yes. I'll tell you what, it is a really good show because I lo- I used to I really used to like the Big Bang Theory. I don't anymore. I think it's just it should be over. But anyhow, uh, I love the Sheldon, the the little Sheldon character. It's such a great show if you've watched The Big Bang Theory. And the woman that plays the mom looks so much like a young Laurie Metcalf. It's amazing. It's her daughter. It's, it's her, her daughter, daughter, dude. I did not it's, know that. Sounds yeah, just I like said, her too. Wow. I said, it, I said wow, that casting is phenomenal. Right. It's her daughter. The, first of all, the fact that she has a daughter that old blows yeah. my mind. Crazy. I know. Crazy. I mean, yeah, because she was 40 in Roseanne, and that was like 30 years ago. No, it wasn't. She's 25. Wait a minute. Well, so okay. So, are you? I'm excited for the Roseanne reboot. I'm very I excited. I loved Roseanne, Roseanne when it was about first that out. Too. Me too. Yeah. And I'm really excited for this reboot. And I don't know why. I saw the trailer for it. I don't either. Yeah. And so I'm really, excited. really I just, excited. I love that show so much. It was, it was just funny every time for all kinds of different reasons. And because I just love Roseanne and I love Jackie, and their whole dynamic was fantastic. I just thought they were so funny. Did an you know Dan as the husband was amazing. I mean, I just kind of well. I think this was before I was married. It had to be before I was married. And I always said I could see you know maybe not Roseanne, but ha- having a wife that was that kind of snarky and and funny and crazy and being in that kind of relationship. I kind I kind of saw myself in that kind of relationship. I didn't get that, but I kind of saw myself <laughs> in that kind of relationship. I wanted it, but it right. didn't happen. You know, for me. um. Oh, there's something I was going to tell you about Roseanne. Uh, there are some of my favorite television moments of all time are Jack is Jackie and Roseanne. In fact, my favorite one is when they call she, Roseanne makes Jackie call the aunt to tell her um, their father died. I Do you guys slightly remember? remember that. Slightly okay, remember that. She's now. like, "Hi, no, I have some bad news. Dad is dead. No, dead. No, he's left us. He's left us." Left us. I can Gone hear her saying the all other of that. side. She's He's so dead. Dad is dead. <laughs> He's fine. He sends his love. And then she hangs up the phone. And she goes, "You're not making me do that again." So funny. you're right. He's fine. It's so funny. And actually, my sister unfortunately had that same experience with my grandmother when Emily died. Oh. And, and oh she wow. Was like I know. And she called me. And she was like, "I can't." She goes, is there anything I can do? And I'm like, call Granny May and tell her. <laughs> she was like, fuck you. Like, I'm not feeling her joy. Her, no her. way. Same thing. She's dead. Emily died. You know, it's like, all right. You know? They teach gracious. a whole class on that in medical school. They teach a whole like seminar on how not to telling. do it well. Well, you can't say he passed. You can't say he's gone. You, can, you have to say, use the words died is dead you have to use those words yeah. because some families you don't know how they receive their uh he's gone to a better place where x-ray like where did he go did you take him to another room is he getting a bite right. to eat you got to put an end to it with words that are very clear but that dead. was my favorite television movie when she was screaming he's dead and then she goes he's fine he sends his love <laughs> i still love so it funny. i love it when i was an elevator mechanic i used to work in a lot of hospitals in the philadelphia area and they have this little room. They, it's a little room that they, when someone dies and the family comes up, they send them in the room for the doctor to go in. Sure. And when my father collapsed the day that he died, and I went racing to the hospital to see what was going on because the ambulance come and, came and had to take him away, 
I walked in and I said, hey, I'm here to see John Buchanan. And they said, oh, yeah, uh, can you wait for him? Oh, can you uh, uh, please go in this room here? And I'm like, that what room? That that's the death room. Why am I going in the death room? Is he okay? And they're like, yeah, can you just please go in? I'm like, holy cow, he's dead. And they're like, please go in there. And they're like, they're just trying to shuffle me in this room. I'm like, I'm not going in the dead room. I'm not going in the dead room. The dead and room. Yeah, it's the dead room. It's Horrible. the death. It's the room of death. It's where when you die in a the hospital, they, they heard your family in there so you don't make a big scene. Another time I was in the hospital. This is a horrible story, and you're not going to like this, but I'm going to tell like it anyhow. Like that would stop I you already from like making it, a scene. Just because you said that. So I am working in a hospital where you're tearing out old elevators and putting in new elevators. And I walk up, and I, the door opens to the floor that we're working on, and there's these three very large women, and they're leaning on the walls, and they're crying. Oh, they're crying. They're wailing. And I walk out, and I look at my mechanic, and I go, vending machine out of Milky Ways? And with that, he goes, shut up and get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. How could I not like that? Look at Melissa's face. It was a yeah. joke. I mean, they were just very okay. large ladies, and they were wailing, and they, they were guffawing, and I it's just... funny. They I'm just sorry. came from the dead room. They didn't get in the dead room. The dead That's room why there is, is a dead room, because they can't tell whether the person that they're crying about is dead or the vending machine is out of Milky Ways. You can't tell. That's why there's a dead room. Well, there's a much more popular story than what it was. Too soon? That's my I very was dark funny. sense of humor. It. I have a sense of humor. Melissa looks I disgusted. Mean, Oh, Melissa I just, has a soft heart. Don't tell anyone that. Her. Shush. Just Shush. I'm showing Melissa's soft <laughs> white underbelly. Her. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just I'm sorry. Her. I'm sorry. That's okay. So, um, Shall we move on? Actually, I just, we, before we started recording, we were talking about tuna. And I just want to know, like, have you ever noticed most people, like, everyone eats tuna differently? Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, and you can't even, it's, you're lucky if you get two tuna eaters that are the same in the same house. Like, it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Like, never. Scott is like a tuna and mayo only, but I mean, he'll make it other ways. Sometimes he likes it with the stuff, but all the vegetables have to be like minced to the point of non-existence. And like, he likes the tuna to be more like pate. So he'll like to like put it in like a food processor. And I'm not. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm not that fussy. It's a lot of work. He makes amazing tuna. I'm not that fussy about it, but I do like tuna with all the things. The more shit in it, the better. Not egg, but like I don't mind egg, but like, um, and not salt and pepper, but like walnuts celery, and cranberries relish. and celery. Yeah. No, no cranberries. Celery, cranberries. carrot, onion, cut up relish, grapes. What about cut up grapes? No grapes. That's chicken salad. Grapes. No, you don't put grapes in tuna. That's disgusting. You can't put tuna. You said in- all the things. All the things you would put but, in tuna. Come right. On. There's got to be some, yeah. In other words, okay. So my tuna. Oh, this is how I do my tuna. I'll give you a little oh, recipe. I want tuna. So I'll take two cans of tuna fish and I'll drain them. Of course, it can't be the fe tuna. It's got to be the white abacore tuna, right? That other stuff is fe cat food. So I take the two cans of abacore. I drain them. I like I put them in a bowl and I make sure all the fe liquid is out of the tuna. Then I take a little bit of old old bay and I just put a little sprinkle, a little dusting across the top. Then mayonnaise, then minced onions or chopped onions, then a little chopped pepper, if uh, green pepper if I have it, and then I mix that all up. But it's got to be mayonnaise-y. It can't be dry. Like, mm-hmm. I really kind of want to mask the flavor. I just want a, a hint of tuna in there. That's how I do it. 
That's disgusting. Um, and I found <laughs> <Wow>. out. <laughs> and I found out Don't that be judgy. When we oh please, then podcast with someone else. So um, there's a. I'm judgy. I'm judgy. Ouch. It's what I do. You judge, girl. You get your judge pants on. Go ahead. I do. I do. Dang. I constantly have my judge pants on. Um, I found out when hosting one of those brunchy things, you know, bagels and a schmear, you put out the tuna fish, the egg salad, because egg salad's the same way. Some people don't like it too wet, too whatever. And then you put out a side of mayo and people add it to their liking. That in our family is how we have to do it. You have to kind of mix your own because nobody's going to go near the tuna if we make it like I like it with lots of mayo. And I found... I went to a party in Florida with friends of Stewart's and they have this huge rice maker, this huge. Um, Was that an 80s hair band? Friends of Stewart? Sorry. <laughs> it's not a band I would listen to. Um, it has, it's like a big ricer. That's what it's called, a ricer. And oh, you put, yes. It makes you everything put, like, mush. It makes everything like your husband would like it texture wise, minced <laughs> in the, in just, and in just yeah. the right shape. I ate egg salad there and I said, who made this and where did you get it? Because my mouth is singing that it's the right, both texture and the shapes. And it was amazing. And singing, he said, she said, come here, I want to show you. And he pulls out this big ricer and you can put in these different size blades that chop it in different ways. And he said, but I use this one. And I was like, ah, we came home singing and Stuart bought me one. And if you ever buy your wife an appliance and she doesn't cook or bake, you're an asshole. But I loved this little mechanism and now you can put like four eggs in it and then you put it through there and they plop out in these tiny rice turd things it's fantastic but again how do you you it, you just made it sound so unappetizing though because you oh, it turds and poop you know what it is oh, it's like basically turds. egg salad baby food is yes. basically <laughs> what it is. Uh, but it has like those right. tiny little shapes so it's texture i told last time we talked i said everything's texture i'll eat anything that's the right texture or the next texture whatever it is um but yes it was so great but you have to put it out just the tuna kind of dry cuz somebody might like it that way a lump of mayonnaise so they can make it to their liking and now i know if you come over i need minced onion and you don't have to have any of it but i prefer it with all the things yeah you don't i won't just eat the tuna i won't eat the tuna no, but I, I wouldn't be putting it out so only I could eat it. I'd be putting it out for the masses. So I want you to like your eating experience in my home. We're Jewish, John. We want you to eat. That's true. We want you, you to, to like what you eat. eat. Yes, and, and then have my kugel. What? Excuse me? I make one thing really well. What was it Just called? Kugel. Okay. Well, last time you made it, actually, it fell apart. It did? It was like a wet pile of mush in the pan. Is that how you make it? No. Was I in a rush? Did we not bake it long enough? I'm not sure, but it wasn't sliced. It was like scooped out with a spoon. Don't you remember? I don't. I make it a lot. I don't. I don't even remember. I, you said like, I don't know why it's, I remember, I just remember you saying like, I don't know why it's falling apart, but is you, it like you bread pudding? About it, but it was still, I'll not, no, it's noodles oh. and like, and like it's shit egg and shit that holds it together with fruit. And <laughs> she, it was delicious, Cement. but it was like it was more like a pasta dish when she made it. But kugel is basically like, well, let's see. I mean, it's like egg noodles, egg noodles with kind of. It, no, it's more like a spaghetti dish that's been baked into a shape. It's held like together with like egg no, noodles. It's not, and, yes, not it's flat. Kind of, it's kind of like that, but with the but little you can egg cut noodles. it in a square and eat it. Yeah, yes. look it up. K U G E L. 
Not right now, but okay. We right, will. I'll look it up right now then. There we K-U-G-E-L. go. K-U-G-E-L. Okay. So it's, it's delicious, like, and it's the one thing I make super well, and it's apple pie filling inside. Apple it's pie a baked filling. casserole compi- comprised of starch, eggs, and a fat. So basically, it's like noodles, egg, and like cottage cheese, or noodles, egg, cottage cheese, and pineapple, and cinnamon, or noodles, egg, it's a meatless pie, lasagna. cheese, and apple. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, and if you weren't- Or savory. And- if you were an anti-carb right now, I'd make you one. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm on that. I'm going on that. What's it called? A ketogenic diet? Keto. 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 Right? No, yeah. Yes. Yes. Ketogenic is where you go and you play bingo. Right. With That's the old the people. One. Right. That's not what I'm doing. I'm doing the keto, which where you don't eat any carbs or sugar or anything like that. And then after two weeks, you're supposed to come into some kind of euphoria, some kind of dieters high where you're never hungry and never craving another food. Let's I see. I couldn't do that. I don't know. I could. I could not do that. Well, if we if no, you... you don't think so? Absolutely not. I enjoy food. I enjoy chewing. I enjoy eating all the time. Oh, trust me. If foods didn't have calories, that's all I would do all day was eat. That's exactly what I would do because I am the same way. I love everything: the textures, the tastes, the, yes, the heat, yes, the yes. spice. I yes, love it all. Yes, all of it. All of it. Yes. Bring me all of the foods. Exactly. <laughs> Off with their heads. Right. So Off with wh- their heads. <laughs> while looking at all of these foods, um, I came across this, this appliance of the Instapot. Do you have experience with the Instapot? We no. have like a, yes. You have one? I have to look up yes, Instapot. Yes, sort of. It it's, is like a, a- it's a slow cooker, electric pressure cooker, a yes. rice cooker, a steamer, yes. a yogurt maker, a saute and browning pan, and never a warming pot in all in one. I've but never made more. yogurt in it, but I have used it as a <laughs> Order cooker. today. Also, it will make brisket in like half the time. Also, <laughs> we've steamed crab legs in it, and we've made rice in it. Um, but the best part is that it just cooks everything so much faster. That's amazing. My issue is how do you clean it? Is it a nightmare to clean? I mean, you just scrub it out and then put it in the dishwasher. It goes in the dishwasher. Oh, it, it's it kind of like a crock pot. It's like a yeah, crock pot. Yeah, it has pot. a middle piece, so the outside piece doesn't really get... Um, yes. But a crock pot is not an electric pressure cooker. Like, this is a pressure cooker as well. You know, I was telling yeah. you, I was watching the uh, show uh, Young Sheldon. Is that it? Young yeah. Sheldon? Yeah. And I watched the episode where Annie Potts is the mother, which is hysterical, because I love Annie Potts. Annie Potts is the, the She's mother. She's the Meemaw. The Meemaw. 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 Mm-hmm. And uh, she makes this brisket and the husband wants the recipe for the brisket and she won't give it to him. So the whole S the whole episode is of him trying to get the brisket uh, recipe. And I know that my, okay, so it's my, my aunt on my mother's side. So it's my mother's sister's husband. Okay. My uncle's parents used to make this uh, cream cabbage, but they called it coleslaw, but it really wasn't coleslaw. It was like cream. I mean, the, the cabbage was cut up real, real fine and it was delicious. It was, it was amazing. It was the best cream cabbage slash coleslaw I've ever had. And I said, please give us the recipe for this because you're old and we don't know how much longer you're going to be around and we need to keep this tradition going. And they wouldn't do it. And both of them died. And then my aunt and my uncle tried to replicate it and it's, oh, it's horrible. And I can't tell them. And they I like, won't tell them. And they're like, <laughs> I can't. They're like, I oh, say, look here, I we made you a quart. We made you a quart of the the coleslaw, and we're like, thanks. I and I take it home, and Melissa. I immediately dump it in the trash and save the jar. 
It's the jar is the best part of their coleslaw. So oh, I'm no. just saying it's horrible, and you can't tell the them. jar is the best part of their coleslaw. That's a sad statement, isn't it? It is, and there's this perfectly great <laughs> coleslaw recipe that went to the grave. KFC so means sad. amazing coleslaw, it's, it's just like so you know. It's like KFC, but better. It's Have you ever creamy. had... Go ahead, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm 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 no, done. Wow. Go, go. I'm done being poetic over coleslaw, but yes, go ahead. No, but but that is an important coleslaw is amazing. So yes. keep going. I'm sorry. Well, that's it. I'm done. I'm just done. I'm just I'm very sad that that kind of went away. And then when we got into this six multi pot thing, it made me think of brisket, made me think of the recipe, made me think brisket. of coleslaw. And then here we yeah. go. Yeah. I'm sorry. Wait, so have you ever had chopped liver? No. God, have you ever I had chopped liver? I mean, deli. obviously, Melissa, you've had chopped liver. Do you like it? <laughs> The, the smell makes me gag. Yeah, I've always hated it, but that was as a child, and there's never been a real reason for me to. I will try it again, but no, I'm not a chopped liver fan. The thought of it kind of. So yeah, it's uh, kind of gross. It's definitely gross to cook. However, but, every again, every mom has their own recipe for how right. to make it, and it's similarly to the coleslaw. You can't let that recipe die. The Amish Market, John, also makes a really good coleslaw. <laughs> oh, delicious coleslaw. It was really yeah, good. Yeah, chopped liver is one of those things where, like, I didn't really like it, but my grandmother made it the best. And if I ever taste anyone else's, I'm like, oh, this is garbage. Well, Fair. I used to work in a deli, in an Acme deli, and they used to put it out in these big, giant plates. And I, if you ever get chopped liver from an Acme, it probably is probably the same bowl I'm from sure the it's... 80s because yes. nobody buys it. But oh, then correct. I worked at a shop right, and the shop right actually had a kosher section. And nobody wanted to work with the co- in the kosher section because you had to deal with the Saturday morning Jews, and the Saturday morning Jews <laughs> were tough. So I Are always had to sure work. About that? I always had to work the kosher Friday section because Jews. I could handle the Saturday morning Jews. Because I would say, "What do you want?" and they'd say, "I want a quarter pound of tongue." And I said, "Well, I get off at 10. and they oh, go, oh. "That's the worst." <laughs> just, the worst. That's a joke. But anyhow, so what I would because I was very good at cutting locks thin. I run it so thin I could read the paper through it. Got it. So I would <laughs> I slice it. the so locks good. really, really thin. And uh, can I get a quarter pan of locks? Thin, thinly sliced, very thin. You'll be able very to read thin. the paper through it. Yes. And the, the roast beef. I want kosher roast beef. I want it. How rare is it? I'm like, a good vet could bring it around in 15 minutes. Okay, that's how I like it. So, yeah. <laughs> that's a funny answer. I bet Jews love you, John. I know I do. Every Saturday morning, I would wear... Uh, work the kosher part of the deli the whole day and they love me over there mm-hmm. yeah and i, I bet, bet you they, they didn't did. even know i was goyim goyim i bet whatever. you did exactly <laughs> I, I bet you i bet you working on that side of the counter at the on at the acme they had a clue but still yeah, they did but still they loved you mm-hmm. i bet you they did honey that's a great so name you, for, that's um, a great so name for a band the saturday morning jews <laughs> saturday morning news jews, jews. Yeah. that's actually um, not bad so you have an Instapot? No. Jess? I have And one. John yeah. does not. Um, it's not, did called, you have, not called an Instapot. I don't remember what it's called, but yes, I do okay. have one. Okay. Which of these small, which of these home appliances do you have? Do you remember the George Foreman grill? I have one. Yes, I've never had one because it dried out. I just remember hating the way it You didn't like it, John? You have one? Yes. How about do a turkey fryer? I have one. A turkey fryer? Yes. Do you have like tons of peanut oil in your garage as well? I fried one turkey. I still have the fryer. It's I fried a turkey in the nineties, and I still have the fryer and the pot. But I, the oil I do not have anymore. The fifty, the five gallon bucket. Yeah, you had to let that go. Exactly. Um, 
turkey fryer. Uh, do you have an ice cream maker? No. Jess, do you have an ice cream maker? No. Why? Why would you make ice cream when it's so easily and ready available? You just go to the store and there. I mean, really, to make ice and cream, better. it's not. It's not and really better. better than homemade ice cream. Is not really better. No, purchased ice cream is better. Exactly. So why even about? have that? Right. How about a waffle maker? Yes. Jess, do you have a waffle maker? Jess, can you hear us? I can. I'm thinking. Do I have a oh. waffle maker? I don't even know. I don't really? think so, but I do have an electric fryer. Okay. Wait, I'm not there oh, yet. For right. latkes. Oh. I have one of those too. Do you have an electric fryer? No. Like a electric frying pan? It's exactly what we use it for. Latkes. Okay. And occasionally chicken free me, my chicken. Waffle maker. Uh, toaster oven, obviously. Yes. Is yes. that slices yes. or oven? Toaster or oven? Both. Oven. I, I have a toaster big enough for a bagel. And then I have a toaster oven big enough for a chicken breast. Rock on. And awesome. Elio's, Elio, Elio's pizza that you put on the little tray. and mm-hmm. Yeah, a pizza mm-hmm. heater upper. Yes. Pizza heater upper. Yes. Uh, do you have a popcorn maker? No. Jess, do you have a popcorn maker? Have you been in your kitchen? I have a vintage one in my... I have... <laughs> I don't understand what's going on there. Are we on a it's delay? It's not like I asked you if you had an oil I, wrench. I'm that not would on a delay. I have two parents that passed away. I have a lot of shit in my basement. I have a lot okay. of stuff hiding in storage. I'm trying to, I'm looking up because I'm trying to re, like to see it and visualize it in my head. I have a vintage popcorn maker downstairs in the basement that stands tall like a movie theater. Okay, um, then, then that's I a yes. I think that's I have. Yes. That's a yes. One that I could put on my counter, though, and use to make popcorn, nope. but I'm trying to think. I don't think I do. Okay. We're not on a delay, you dicks. <laughs> Listen up, Jess. I'm asking John first. How about a Vitamix? No. Don't even know what that is. No, I don't. Do you have I a ninja? love a Vitamix. Do you have a Ninja or a Bullet or? No, but I want one. Vitamix is just the brand name of the one that's the it's best. It's a $400 the- blender. It's ridiculous. It's- it's oh, the okay. one that could make hot soup. It goes so fast. It goes with with its little motor. It goes so fast that right. it can make soup that you don't have to heat up. Okay. Yeah. Um, awesome. How about a standing really mixer? One. Yes. I bought one for my wife way back, and she still has it. And she still says it's the best Christmas gift she's ever received because it's the- Because she bakes? Yes. It's the mm-hmm. kitchen aid one. It's like the back yeah. then it was like almost $300, and that sucker's still cranking on. And it's, it lasted wow. longer than the marriage. <laughs> Not a you can also send that back to them. They'll repair it and send it to you. But it's a, it's an ordeal. Um, big sand mixer, Not food processor. Shot. I mean, if, no. if you're chopping shit up into mince sizes, a food processor would be wildly helpful. And you can use the Vitamix or Bullet or, or, mm. um, Indeed. Indeed. I assume everybody else has a microwave. Everyone. Oh, yes, yes please. It's the bachelor, uh. That's the, the must-have bachelor appliance. Yeah, it's everyone's must-have appliance. Who the hell cooks shit from scratch? I'll tell you what. I have a Nobody. thing that I got from Amazon. It's we. It's a round thing. You crack two eggs. You crack two eggs. You mix it up. You put it in there. You make microwave it for a minute and a half. It pops out this little round egg goodness that you can throw a piece of cheese on top of it. Egg goodness. And, and it is amazing. It's it's no muss, no fuss. It pops right out. You rinse it out, and you use. I use it every day. I just bought that for Stuart. Um, please don't let him hear this before it comes in the mail. Um, it was probably from an infomercial where you boil them, though. So you no, that's the other. I want to get that. I just got him those. It's the shellless hard-boiled egg. Yes. Yeah, so you crack an egg. Put it in there. Then you screw it shut. 
right? No, just one. You, and then well, you drop you it in boiling in. water. Yes. Yeah. If you take that thing that you put the egg in and you yes. screw it shut and you put it in a microwave oven in a bed, and if you set it for like a minute and a half, I you hate hear, eggs like that. Really? Yeah. Well, if you do Are, that and you put it in there and you hit go, it goes at about a minute and a half, you hear, and you need a new egg thing and a microwave. Oh, wow. You exploded it? Oh, yes. I it mean, you definitely microwave. can't leave it in too long for sure. No. Yeah, I, I hope that it's big enough for like two in the scrambled egg on the hard boiled. You don't like hard boiled eggs or you just don't like the rubbery gelatinous part of it? You like the, Jess, you said you hate eggs like that? I don't like eggs in the microwave. I prefer them in the pan. But okay. I mean, my father makes them that way and I'm always like, I can't eat that. What are you talking about? No. I don't know. There's well, a difference in taste. Is there a difference in taste? Well, there's a difference no, in texture. I don't know. It's, it's texture. texture. Yeah, I'm a texture. It's like oh. a foamy, it's a foamy thing. It is a foamy I, thing. But I'm checking this. I wanted to see if you hard boil it in the boiling water for however many. I have to. I have to. I want to buy them. I haven't. I want to get them because although really, is it that hard? Once I got my uh, pickle jar with the yeah, without the label, yep. I put them in there with a little water and shake it. And then the shells come right off. It's not a big deal. Can I ask you? Was sure. there really coleslaw in there before the jar wound up next there to the was. side of the sink? Yeah. <laughs> the jar was. is the best part. The, the jar, jar is the best definitely part. Definitely the best part. Um, what about a Brita? Do you guys have a Brita? Yeah. Uh, no, because my fridge has a water filter. I do have a pitcher with a filter, yes, but not a Brita. I do have a Brita. Yes, I do. A uh, hot plate rice cooker. You already Do you have a rice cooker? No. Oh, Jess, you can use your Instapot, the Instapot for the right. We have yeah. an extra rice cooker and an extra crock pot. Because what is life without excess? Do I get what is life? Um, do I get an Instapot? I I don't cook. I bring in, but would I cook if I got it? Would I? You might, try yeah. out some stuff. They had a yeah. French a banana French toast thing that took like eight minutes to cook. That looked amazing. They had a cheesecake that you could make in the Instapot of. Four inch cheesecake. I mean, yes, a thousand times yes to all of those things. But am I going to do it? Should I get it? Wait, hold the phone in the Instapot. Yeah. Let me see if I'm seeing this. Everything. John, you it can do everything. It has a two piece stackable egg steamer rack for instant pot. You can pressure cook eggs. You can make it, your own egg. Hard soft eggs. boiled, hard boiled, soft boiled, all of them. Yes, that's what. That's it comes with too. its own little rack, and it tells you how it. many how many hour, how many minutes for the soft boiled, the hard boiled, and there was a third one. What was the one with the liquid center or whatever it was? They have three different like a timers. Poached? Yes, so they have three different timers for those three different types of eggs. There's a 550 Instapot recipe cookbook. 550 recipes that you can make with this Instapot. That you probably would make any of it. It rice. It, look at this thing. <laughs> That's my point. It's Do amazing, and it comes in right. all different sizes. It comes in like a a three but, quart, a six quart, an eight quart, and a ten. That's but another messy, question. Yeah, you already have all these other. Okay, so like you have all these other appliances. Let's say you get the um the Instapot. I mean, it's really not that different from like a a crock pot. Do you use that? I use the crock pot to make meatballs. I use the crock pot to, yeah, sometimes, not a lot. Well, you know, I order in or we so go no. out. It has a little Instapot steamer basket. You could put vegetables in there and steam your own vegetables. 
I have set John down a rabbit hole of Instapot. I, I <laughs> think I have to get an Instapot. <laughs> it seemed like a religious experience to everybody who had one. Well, I'm going to start this new healthy eating where I'm not allowed to go to a, a no food. I am not allowed to eat food that comes out of a drive through window. So I mean, I'm how's that going? That. Well, as soon as I start it, I'll let you know. Okay. Well, if they... Well, he has to get when his coffee at it? the desk now instead. Uh, probably this weekend because I got to prepare. You know, you always have to prepare for this nonsense. First yeah, of all, but don't I'm prepare right, by so- eating ribs and like that's how I prepare. <gasps> now I want ribs. <laughs> see, yeah, I have to oh, go. See, my geez. thing would be is like if I, would, I, I think I might have to go get like four things of tapioca pudding because it'll be the last time I'm able to eat tapioca pudding. Now I want tapioca pudding. You can have <laughs> your very free tapioca pudding. Is there such a thing? Well, see, it's about Is carbohydrates. There? It's not about the sugar. It's about the carbohydrates. You can only have like 20, 20 to 30 carb- grams of carbohydrates a day. You know, you got to get into this thing. It's called ke- ke- ketosis, Ketosis, where you pee on this strip and you turn it purple mm. and you want a Barney strip. Oh, you have, you're, oh, you're testing it like that. Oh, oh Stuart yeah. used to do that. Because what happens is I'm Ooh. trying to turn, turn my body from a sugar burner to a fat, a fat burner. burner. That's it. Because I... I don't want to use sugar anymore. I want it to burn some of this uh, excess, light this fire, and probably not eat for the rest of the year if I could burn the fat off here. And I've seen people really transform. And there's a ton of podcasts about this. And I was playing and listening to them, and they really make it sound doable. So, but then again, here's my other problem on this diet, they want it, everything is avocado, eat avocado, avocado. I have a better chance of picking the Powerball ticket. Than picking a ripe avocado. There's some reason I cannot get a good ripe avocado. I cut into it and it, it's horrible. It's not ripe. It's fat. You have to let them. You have, you have to, to let them let it sit on the counter. You have to let it hear you argue with yourself. That's how it works. <laughs> That's how they ripen by hearing conversation. If you're not going to talk in about your house, the, it's about never themselves. Gonna- Right. It's I don't never know if you're ripen. kidding or not. I, I'm because I'm, I'm almost wanting no. to believe that. If it sits on the She's counter and hears you talking, it ripens. But if so you're I have to be bring it into. Quiet, so what if I bring it into where I'm working and yes. have it listen to other podcasts and it sounds yes, like they're you let talking? It sit on the counter and no, it has to be you. You let it sit on the counter. How would it and know you me? You, how does it know my voice, dude? It's an avocado. It's what it does. It's a fruit. I don't know if you're kidding or not. It's crazy. Is it a fruit? She's kidding. You don't have to talk to the damn fruit, but I mean, you. Of have to course, you do. It has to hear Stop. you talk, and then it ripens. Why don't I just send? I know what I'll do. I'll drive a thing of avocados to your house, and then I'll pick them up later on because you talk to yourself all day long. All I day should long. have these ripe avocados within a week. It'll be great. Seconds. So, but that's the thing. Mm. You're obviously not waiting a week, and I recommend not getting them in obviously. the bag of avocados because then they're all ripen at the exact same time, and you cannot eat them all at the same time, or you'll die. So you have to get the loose ones you have to get for different textury feels. So you squeeze it a little at the top and you see, does it give at all? No. Are they all hard? Then you bring they them home. They have to be pinch- pinchable. <laughs> what about guacamole? Isn't guacamole avocado? Can't that be yeah, the same thing? It is. No. Well, well, I just because guacamole you- is avocado with, with special guests. Like, like what? tomato. Um, garlic, onion, salt, lime. Cilantro, lime, yeah. Okay, that's all good, except, yeah, that would probably work. I could probably get away. Just buy a guacamole. Yes, it will work. It's perfectly healthy. There we go. So forget about that. I'm just going to get the guacamole. And they make them in single-serving packets that my daughter will come home, peel back the back of, and eat right out of Yeah, actually, I give those to Isaac for his little lunchy. 
Epic, because he can have that at the JCNC. That's right, because it's kosher. Kosher. Right. Kosher. Kosher. It's kosher. Sliced real thin. I could read the paper through it. That was my best. That was my favorite. That's right. I cut locks and I gave it to the guy. He goes, what's this? I go, it's locks. He goes, no, no. Again, I want it thin. So thin you can read the paper through it. And I'm like, you realize that this is a mush fish. How do you do that? A mush fish, <laughs> as opposed to all the other fish. Right. It's, it's a mush it's, fish. Yeah, it's, it's uh, like I might be able to carve a piece of uh, roast beef. It's got a little texture to it, you know, the you know, hold together. But this thing is a pile of mush, and you want to read the paper through it? I know. What the frig? God, I, the Jews. I accept the challenge. The the I'll be right back. All, it has its own knife. There's a knife. That's, it's a, Lock, it's a, what's yep. a locks knife. It's like super sharp. Yeah, it's a special knife. Yeah. It's a special knife to cut these things. Fish, mm-hmm. whatever. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jess. Yeah. Do you have a quiz for us? Oh, I do. Thanks. For Why don't we segue. end with the quiz? Uh, have yes, we got to all the great. things? Are we done with all the things? I think so. I yeah. want your quiz. I you want do? your quiz. I, I hesitated doing this quiz because I felt like Melissa would do a lot less for a million dollars than the rest <laughs> of us. Why? Because because you have more of the monies than the rest of us, I think. So I don't think that's true. Do... No? All right. I'm not going to count your money. I'm just saying I think it might be true. Okay. Um, But let's check it out. Okay, so let's the quiz is out. what would you do for a million dollars? Klondike bar. What would you do for a million dollars? Let yeah. me find it because I didn't want to show you. Because I didn't want you to see the things. John, did you like you the Klondike can... bar when you were eating things like that? Okay, I'm going to tell you a little story about binge eating. Here's a little story. I got the So I go to Walmart to get my groceries. So now what you do is you go up, you pull up, and they bring them out to you, you. and then you have to carry them up the steps. It's not a big deal. It's just a different step, and it's easier to, for now, it's easier to shop, have them shop for me at Walmart than it was at ShopRite. That being said, they were on sale, Klondike bars. So, of course, it was two for whatever it was, two packs for whatever. So that's 12 Klondike bars. Yeah, it is. I ate six on the way home from the Walmart. Now I want to climb in the front car. seat. Bar, in the front seat of the car, and the other six were gone before the end of the Pickle. day. I ate twelve Klondike bars in one day. So there's not really much I wouldn't do for a Klondike bar. What kind did you Excellent. get? I got the Crunch, and then I got the Heath bar, which were the two two of my favorites. But I love those the are Heath, both Heath bar ones. Those there's are a, both vanilla one called ice cream, crunch. right? Yes, they're well. It's funny the the. Heath Bar has kind of a, it's it's supposed to be vanilla, but it's got like a little tinge of orange to it or whatever. I don't know. It's not really vanilla vanilla. So maybe it's like think. a caramel kind yeah, of. Yeah, it might have some like uh, caramel toffee kind of stuff okay. in there. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay. Here we go. What would we do for a million bucks? I'm ready. <sighs> Number one, would you lick a toilet bowl? A dirty, dirty toilet. No. Truck stop dirty? No. Truck stop dirty. No, no. Well, John's thinking about it. That's a million dollars. Well, I don't know. Are That's, you paying? I would ta- never have to work for the rest of my life. That's not true. Can I um, show you, you the toilet bowl true. with screen share? Go ahead. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. Are we paying taxes on this million dollars? Oh, That's not of important. course we are. No, it that means it's only five, important. It's only five hundred thousand. No, sorry, I can't. Not for a million dollars. That is one filthy toilet freaking bolts. toilet. And he decided no, and Melissa might throw up in her mouth. That <laughs> she's looking at Melissa's face. She had to turn her head. <laughs> Sixty-three thousand people said they would. 
Out of how and many? 137,000 people said they would not. I thought you yeah. said out of 37,000. My eyes are watering. I saw a filthy, filthy, filthy toilet and no fucking way. I don't even answer. know if I would pee in that toilet and I stand up. No, no more screen shares. I can't. It was horrible. Okay, here we go. I like it. Would you scrounge your million dollars out of this rat-infested garbage bag? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll dig in it for there. I would kick those rats like they were uh, little tiny footballs. I think I would as well. Those are my hands. Um, you're talking licking a shit bowl for right. the last one. It, it's not even comparable. I know. Mm. It's a totally different thing. You're right. Okay. Totally. Totes so, yes, goat. we would scrounge through rat-infested garbage. Mm-hmm. Yes, but we and might wind. 69% agree. Would you eat a ball of hair that was just pulled out of your drain? For, stop that. For a million dollars. No. I'll tell you why I say that. I don't that. think I could eat hair. Eat it. <laughs> you eat, eat hair. It. Eat a ball of hair. That came out of your drain. Okay, that's the problem. If it was just a ball of dry hair, I might think about it. <laughs> but I have five. I came from a house of five women. And every couple months, I have to go in with a pair of pliers and pull this ferret out of the drain. If and the right. smell of that makes me gag. If it, it was actually just gives a ball of dry hair, I would think about it, right. John said. He would think about it. How could you get it down? Oh, I would need some water. <laughs> I would eat it. I'm just, let's say you got to eat it dry. You just I would eat it and then drink in water. Although, you know, then you get a hair in the back of your throat. And you're like. <coughs> water. What's water? Water. Water. I water. Water. It's water, 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 water. I'm from the Northeast. What do you want? I'm, I'm Philly. Okay. okay. Uh, most people said no to that one. No hair. No. The smell gives me the yips. Would you, <laughs> would you let a snail slide across your tongue for a million dollars? I would do that. Sure. I, I'd eat that bitch for a million sure. dollars. Well, he would it's get alive in and it's leaving a trail of slime. Not for sure. long. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I wouldn't care. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'd do it too. 64% yes. Okay. Now this one is a screen share. No. Please don't. Please don't. John, let's get back to the fact that you think you'd never have to work again. No. I'm a very meager oh, man. Oh, a million dollars? You don't yes. realize how little a million dollars would And how you. quickly that's gone. Not with yeah. me, it's not. A million dollars. Especially if you get that frugal. Instapot. Are you kidding me? Your groceries would double. <laughs> you'd never leave the house. All right. right. Okay. Let's All right. see. What else you got? Are you going to kiss the hairy part of this spider? No. For a million dollars? No. Are you holding... Are you holding his legs and bite you down? No. Yes, I would. Oh, look at that. It just hairy. says, would you kiss the hairy part of a spider? No. The answer here, friends, is yes, I would. It would Absolutely be hard, but I would not. do it. No. Can I sedate myself before? Can I? He might sedate you for Why yourself not? after you get done. Oh. I mean, it's not worth it's... death, but if it's a spider. Uh, Jessica just read the next one and put her hand over her mouth. I'm sure this is a screen share. It is. I'm sorry. Here we go. It makes for great podcasting. The reaction does. Would you suck on this toe for $1 million? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Dear listener, it is fungus among us. It, we will it is post the link green. to this quiz. So you Jesus. Good googamooga. First of all. <sighs> It takes I'm toe sick. fungus to the next level. Like it, I, it the, truly the nail does. wasn't enough. It said, "I'm heading into the toe." I don't even think Vapo Rub could save that toe. Oh God, no! 
No. It is truly terrible. I can't put that in my mouth. You know what? I'm just going to keep sharing because what's the point in in turning it on and off? It's pointless. Hold on. Uh, That's disgusting. So you're saying, so wait, let me make sure I get the answer right. No, thank you. We said no, thank you. No? Are you sure? No, thank you. Yes, I'm sure. All right. Last chance. Who will? How many people would? Never. For a million dollars, would you sleep in a bed of roaches? No. I I don't. I don't. If I'm, if I have a roach in my house. Uh. I would I would burn it down. I don't know how you would mm. fall asleep in a bed of roaches. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I don't I don't know that it's even a possibility. 87% said not even if I were dead. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I've All slept right. in an apartment that had roaches. Crit and I used to live in an apartment that oh. you know, we used to watch a pizza box walk away, but um no. But yeah, I had to the fool myself. The next one is so putrid, so terrible. I can't. Go I ahead. Can't. Don't. Don't do it. Would you drink a milkshake from freshly squeezed blackhead pup? No. <laughs> I would. I would fill it with like I like watching pimples popped. I dig that. But I have I the heebie-jeebies. Right I couldn't now. drink anything out of that. I can't make eye contact with my screen. Ooh, Ninety-five. I feel sick just thinking about it. 5% said, I would. There are worse things out there. Those 5% of people are crazy. Would you drink tea brewed from dirty socks every day for a week? No. My dirty socks? Yes. For a million bucks? Yeah, maybe. You would drink tea brewed from dirty socks every day for a week? My dirty socks? Sure. In the morning, one? Anyone's dirty socks. Mine, yes. Somebody else's, no. I mean, are you God. drinking it all day for a week, or is it just, just no. one cup. beverage? One eight-ounce cup. Oh, my God. Put a little What's sweet and low difference? in there. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You put a little sweet I'm, and low in there, it'd be fine. Would you I'm not take a bath in a tub full of live snakes for me? That is a hell no. That is a no way. Oh, I hate snakes. Wait, wait, you're saying take a bath. That means you're naked? That means you sit in a tub naked, and they throw a, 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 a shitload of snakes on top of you. and so you just all sit of your, I'll do so, it. As long as all of your holes poisonous. are open? All, yeah, all yes. of them. Oh, all of the stop! <laughs> <laughs> all of your holes are accessible. Is that what you're saying? Yes. All... That's the most horrible thing you've ever said, Melissa. Right. No, no, ready? Here, it gets better. Accessible no holes. holes. No holes barred? <laughs> no holes barred. <laughs> no holes barred. Thank you very you much. You know what? I would secretly plug some holes, like with a tampon or something. Before That's not going to stop the snake from getting in tape. there. Maybe a butt plug. I, I, don't, okay. I don't even know what to say that. I don't own one, but I would get one. Would you no. get a shot of the liquid at the bottom of this track? No. No. That's maggot juice. That's, that's that's death anyway. You're going to die from that. So that's, you couldn't even enjoy your million dollars. 84% right. said no. Would you swim a mile in this water? Absolutely I, not. No. I can't swim. Okay. Would you spend a month living in this sewer? No. No. A no. month? A month? No. No. You and you guys, we're a group of people that are with being broke and finally for a million dollars would you eat fresh dog shit no Think no about Melissa. but my dog would oh god actually deer shit he'd eat fresh deer we shit. are a bunch of skittish motherfuckers yes <laughs> we could never survive on fear factor i'm okay ever. with that i'm, I'm actually okay very that. okay with that i'm okay with that was that. so terrible god you know you notice that they took the eating stunts i don't know if you guys watch survivor but it seems like they took the eating stunts away from Survivor, and that was some that were my favorites. 
Well, do you think they had to deal with the repercussions with medical afterwards? Like after they ate all those weird live bugs, do you think medical had to come in for the rest of the night and deal with what's happening in their stomach? And do you think that's why they quit it? Well, I think there's probably that. And I think there was probably some people like fans calling in and saying, you know, you just like they would have that duck egg that was like almost a duck. Like it still had feathers and stuff and you'd have to eat. Duck eggs. They had a duck egg that was like fertilized and it was almost a duck. It was like four days from away from cracking out and being a duck. And it's supposed to be some kind of delicacy. And they would make those guys eat that. And I'm like, yeah, I couldn't. But yeah, some of that stuff, like they would eat like a roach or something like that. I I don't know what I thought the quiz was going to be. Like, I thought there were going to be dares that didn't involve me dying from the challenge. Like all of those things seem like they were. Yeah, I just and really before I wanted tuna, I wanted ribs. I, I like I was I all about you. the food. You want a good diet, not- John? Go back and revisit that quiz. Just the pictures wow. are fine. Just yeah, the that's, pictures. That's some just kind of horrible picture. right there. It was so terrible. Good oh, lord! Terrible. Oh, oh mama. Yeah, I you guys. Just- sorry that we can't share the pictures, but really find the uh, show notes at brilliantobservations.com. The link will be in there. You just. Tap it. You know and you, you can't can... resist it. I know, especially the one of that zit. That's nothing. I like that. But people have a fetish for that. That I don't think is as offensive. I mean, I think it's disgusting. But there, there's a game called Pimple Popper. Like there are That's people who than drinking it. If you go to YouTube and you go to Doctor Pimple Popper, nope. There's a no, whole channel there where it's the lady from the yeah, doctor. I love Doctor Pimple Popper, but they're not drinking it and eating no. it. But I, nope. I love it when they cut those things open and they squeeze it out and that all that stuff comes out. I love that. I'm waiting for Mallory to be drawn to that because she watches these videos on YouTube called Satisfaction, like these satisfying oh, yeah, videos. And it's it's kind of like a fetishy thing. So seeing like colors mix and textures and cutting things, all these all these videos, I'm waiting for it to turn with puberty, I'm waiting for it to turn to pimple popping. Like, that's something I think she's going to be drawn to also. Right. Oh. It's amazing. There's this one. It's not the pimple popper. There's this one where this guy's got a thing on the on his back the size of oh a God. basketball. Oh, my God. And a lady cuts it, and it just keeps coming out like cottage cheese. And she's got handfuls of it. And she's throwing it on the ground. And you hear it hitting the it's grass. A- yeah, it's it's absolutely a cyst. Pylenoidal yeah, cyst. Not yeah, zits, but it's still very satisfying to watch. I agree. I, and, and she just keeps squeezing it and squeezing it. And handfuls of this stuff's coming out. And the thing that annoyed me the most was the guy that was <laughs> filming it was getting sick and he was like, the camera was shaking. I'm like, stop shaking the camera. I want to see this. And she yeah. was just like handfuls of this. It was amazing. I have I mean, two separate friends who had that very same thing. And men that I adore. And I said, I'm going to have to, and they both said to Stuart, Hey, look at this. What is this? And he told them what it was. And he's like, there's, it needs to be drained and then packed, right? It gets packed so that it doesn't keep drained. Like, so that well, they got to get absorbs. the wall sack. I can't believe I know all this. They got to get the sack. It has either. a sack. And then the, like the, the pimple popper lady grabs and she cuts the sack away. And then, and then you take that and then you, and she sews it up. She just sews it up and then you're right because you're draining it's just temporary because right. you if you don't get, get that wall sack out. out, it'll just fill back up again. Good times. Good times. Christ in I really, I really want to vomit. <laughs> I do too. I, do I really don't feel, feel well. well. I love those. I hey, love Jess, those. you going to go finish your tuna bagel now? Mm. No, I'm throwing it in the trash and <laughs> never to be seen again. Mm. <laughs> oh, ladies. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> thanks for listening, okay. everybody. We truly appreciate you. 
we want to wrap it up with the wrap it up. I think we should wrap it up. Wrap yeah. it up, slip it, rub it down. Oh, well, no. again, if you'd like to see the quiz or any of our other show notes, please go to brilliantobservations.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Listen Brilliant. Um, and you can also write us an email. Let us know how disgusting and revolting we are at feedback. Nope. Sorry. That's a different show at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. John and Melissa, thank you so much for showing up. Pleasure and is mine. we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.